Welcome to episode 38 of the Pump Up The Jam podcast. My name's Jess. And I'm Sam. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Hi, if you're new. Hi. Hello, welcome. Hi. hi. February. Hi. February. <laughs> I've said hi too many times now and it hi. feels weird. Hi. 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 But the, the second hi was to you, really. Hi. Hi, cool. Nice to see you. Yeah, because <laughs> we don't get to see each other anymore. No, it's always virtual all the time and it really sucks. It's it sad. It sucks actual bum. <laughs> Hole? Hole, any of the bum area, really. <laughs> any of and that it Just all facility. the bum, it sucks them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great start, as always. Bum, already, we're like a minute in. How has your month been? It's been all right. I started a new job. Exciting. New year, new Um, job, new me. Yeah. (laughs) 2021, the year of the bad bitch. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's kind of exciting. I mean, I'm coming home after work because it is new. I'm a little bit tired at the moment. You know, my brain's trying to get used to everything. But that's really exciting. I'm really enjoying it. And also, I've dedicated to doing the running again. I ran for 16 minutes today, but that was two eight-minute runs, and that was that was quite hard. I applaud you because thank you. You're doing it. You're really doing it. Yeah, it's not as bad. Like you, you say eight minutes, and you're like, "Gosh, I can't do that," and then you do it, and you're like, "There you go." Look at me go. <laughs> Look at me taking Look at off. You go. You're doing exercising. it. You're doing everything. Exercising. You're dieting. You're new jobbing. You're podcasting. Twenty twenty one, the year of the bad bitch. Said nice. it within the same like two minutes because you know you got to reiterate these things. <laughs> You've got to. Re- What's the word? Affirm them so that they become real. Manifest. Yeah. Manifest. Manifest. That's it. You got to manifest these things. Well, that's, well, that's a nice what I'm doing. Isn't that a nice word? Manifest. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Carry on. No, that's it, really. I mean, just the yeah, the biggest part was starting a new job, but you know, nice. yes, yeah. adulting. Great. <laughs> You're winning at the adulting. Yeah. Well, trying to. Trying to. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The bills are being paid, so that's all that matters. And that yeah. is what's mattering. What's mattering? <laughs> well okay um how was your month <laughs> it's been all right thank you very much i won an instagram competition oh that's exciting I know, i'm gonna pretend like i don't know for a what was it for i won i won a sheepskin throw which i was very yeah. excited about if you know me you know that i was really excited about that and then it was only for the throw, but it was with a cracker company. And the cracker company sent me a box full of all of their crackers. I was so excited. Peter's yes. Yard, if you're listening, um, and you would like some lovely crackers made from sourdough, <laughs> then go along. They are genuinely delicious. And, like, it's not like one or two boxes. Like, when she says all of their crackers... 
like all their crackers. All of them. Yeah, there was a, it was a big <laughs> box of yeah. boxes of crackers. That was nice of them to send that as well. So again, lovely. Normally, what you see, I mean, I've never lucky enough to win an Instagram competition. It's always you. It's the third one I've won. Fourth. Fourth one I've won. What the hell? So I've won some eyelashes. Yeah. Which I don't use. So that that was probably wasted. Um, I won a... What did I... At the beginning of the first lockdown, I won a pudding box. Like someone delivered me cake to my door. Oh, I remember that. That looked yes. amazing. And I've won. I won the skincare range. Yes, that was incredible. Yeah, which is just running out now, and I'm a little bit upset about it um, because I haven't got the money to restock. And yeah, now I've won the rug and crackers. <laughs> Rugging crackers. Rug and crackers. I may not be winning in any other realm of my life. <laughs> But just Instagram. Just Instagram competition. <laughs> Rug and crackers. I Rug mean, at least, you know, if you're at that stage, you have a comfy rug to sort of cry into while eating the crackers. So Actually, win-win. It's more of a, you know, like you can get um, like therapy dogs. Yes. It's like the therapy dog, but without the the huge, like the real animal. I literally can just stroke it. I was on a Zoom call to my friends the other day and I was stroking my throat. (laughs) And um, they were like, Have you got a a, a cat? And I was like, No, it's my throat. (laughs) (laughs) It's my throat. It's my throat. Yes. I mean, if that just doesn't say adulting also, the fact that <laughs> you just sound really bougie as well. Like you're crying, like not, you obviously weren't crying at that time, but again, imagine like you're crying, stroking, just this like really expensive looking rug. Throat. It, yes, Thing. it's a rug slash throw, like it could be either. It's beautiful. There you go. Beautiful. Well, I'm happy for you. I'm not sure I'm that jealous. Maybe for the crackers, but not the... I'll send you some of the crackers. I've got loads. Yeah, I know. I've seen I'll send you some. <laughs> but the the only annoying thing about the crackers, and this is not something that that the company can control, they're not recognised on the Slimming World app. Oh, that I hate. So I don't happens. know how many. I don't know what I'm eating, which would probably account for the game this week maybe that well, could that be and, it and the uh pano chocolat bread and butter pudding i made for date night that also looked amazing with full fat double cream but yes mm-hmm. it's been a wonderful month thank you very much but just mainly oh, based God. on the win but also music wise yeah i have struggled to cut down the music i've enjoyed this month that's just been too much for you spotify has welcomed me back with open arms and is doing everything that they can to stop me going again (laughs) you are now fully invested you can't leave again they're like right you wanted the music we're giving it all to you so really are they really are so with that after a rundown so as always we'll go through our favorite albums our favorite singles obviously both in the last month since we last spoke to you um our honorable mentions 
And then the theme for this month is fashion forward artists who love their garms. Um, And yeah, so we're looking at artists who have influenced fashion, who have walked runway, who have um, their own brands um, Mm -hmm. and generally just known for loving fashion. Yeah. Very excited about it. And as always, we don't know each other's uh, the artists that eat each other i'm pretty sure there'll be some overlap i think so too because there's quite <laughs> big there's... artists that kind of yeah. have their own brands and stuff so yeah yeah <laughs> and it would be difficult to not talk about them exactly. although i purposely avoided a couple mainly oh. because i thought you would do them okay interesting yeah then we'll see because you might have avoided some thinking I was going to do them maybe and then they just haven't made the list (laughs) or they just haven't made the list because we don't want them on the playlist you can't sorry yes so should we jump right in yeah I mean you said at the start a minute ago that you know this has been quite a busy month for you so maybe you should start I I think think I will I'll start take the reins come on I'll take the reins so the first works it it's an EP as opposed to an album that I want to talk about. It's by um, a lady called Shiv, and it's called Me to Me. It's an EP. It's six songs, 18 minutes, 29 seconds. It was actually released in December. I've only okay. got to it in January, so I'm, That's I'm sorry fine. about that. It's okay. Um, <laughs> she has a beautiful voice. She was a DJ, but she's now a singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was born in Zimbabwe, but she lived in Ireland from uh, from the age of five. And it's lo-fi, hip-hop and R&B with jazz vibes. Ooh. Yeah. And I I'm just, intrigued. And, and I knew you would be. And I just, I bloody love it. Quite frankly, bloody love it. And I've re- literally written that. Bloody love it. <laughs> um, so my favourite songs, I've chosen three. <laughs> Three of the six, but I actually love them all. Um, it, there's The first one's called You Don't Burn. Yeah. The second one is called Again, and that's Shiv and Nialo, or Nilo, I'm not sure which, and Letting You Know. And the Letting You Know is really paired back. It's got a great piano bit in it, um, mm. and it's just, just a really beautiful track. Nice. So with that one, did you find that through the like new releases on Spotify? How did you find this one? I found that, yeah, through new releases. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just felt like, I don't know if it is like the same for everybody, but I feel like mine didn't really update and I kept seeing the same ones and I was like, I really don't want to listen to that. Hmm. So I don't know if it's like personalised for each person's profile or... I I feel like it is, um, but I also found another, sorry, and I'm just desperately trying to find it. I also found another, not, it's not new music one, it's called something else, and it yeah. is just completely... Release Radar? No, no, no. Oh. And I don't really understand what it's called, what, why it is what it's <laughs> called, if that makes any sense whatsoever. Freeform. Oh, I saw this pop up, but again, I didn't know what it was. So I didn't click on it. Oh, I see. So I clicked on it because I didn't know what it was and I wanted to ah, know. Okay. And literally, it, it's basically a playlist of a lot of... I probably I reckon about 85% of the songs on there I, I liked didn't skip anyway. 
So are they new songs to you? A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. It'd be interesting to see if that, how that goes over the next few months, like if it changes up or if it stays stagnant like yours. So I think the way it explains it is that it's without genre. Okay. But then obviously when you go into the people, they have a genre. So I don't really know why. I don't know. But I like it. I like the style of that music whatever yeah, it is that seems really cool i'll have to go see what is recommended for me yeah see if it's the same it'd be interesting i think freeform might be oh i don't know i don't know if it's just a. I think it might be a personalized one because they because that i saw that pop up along with like different personalized ones so there's like one that's like a time capsule one that they did kind of when um rat, the rat dropped i think and it was mm. sort of like these are the songs that are old that you tend to listen to but they're not like old songs if that makes no. sense but yeah, it's not current like that. yes yes yeah. well i'm intrigued I, I think i might have to listen to that it's only six songs so 18 minutes of your life yeah it's nothing not until you're washing up or something <laughs> How much washing up do you have? <laughs> well, when all the kids are in. Yeah, quite a lot. I put yeah. it in the dishwasher to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I was saying to Ash, I was like, when we get a house, that's it, we're getting a dishwasher. I was Definitely. like, I can't be asked. Honestly, I will never live somewhere without a dishwasher ever again. <laughs> not doing it. The thought of not having a dishwasher drives me mad. Right. So my first one is also an EP. Um but it's actually quite a lot shorter than yours. Well, two songs shorter. So it's by a band called Beach Bunny and the EP is called Blame Game. And it is four songs, 13 minutes, 50 seconds. So it's very short, very, very short. And what I sort of found I had to do this month, because again, my Spotify, like new releases, it didn't really show like a lot of different new like albums and stuff so I was like right I keep seeing this one Justin Bieber track that he dropped and the one and cheering track and I was like where are the where are the albums so I had to just google it and kind of go onto a website where it kind of listed all the albums and stuff that had been released um and this just the front cover just caught my attention so I was like oh let me check this out and see what it is So it's an indie rock band um, that was founded in 2015 by the lead singer, which I believe her name is Lily. Um, And originally it was a solo project, but in 2017, it became a four-piece band. Reading into it, this EP is described as taking aim at toxic masculinity, sexism, and the emotional labor of unreliable relationships. I like that. So when I read that, I was Sounds like, oh, right okay now. my boulevard. Yeah, I was like, right, okay. If that, if I'm not interested just from the cover, like, this has made me very, like, I want to listen to the lyrics, like, properly now mm. and see and see what they're saying. Like consciously. Um, yes, because, again, I'm really bad at that. I'll just put a song on and I won't really listen <laughs> to the... <laughs> I'll be like, mm, yeah, this sounds great. The voice is amazing, but... Don't actually listen to what they're saying. What are they saying? Yeah. Now, I have this conversation with Ian quite a lot because he does that. Whereas yeah. I'll say, oh, did you hear that? And he'll be like, nope. Just listening to how they sound. <laughs> mm. I know, it's bad, but it's just something in my brain. Clearly, it's just like, nope. Mm-mm. You have to turn on. Yeah. 
Um, but this EP has got that late 90s, early 2000s rock feel about it, um, which we know is kind of very popular at the moment. Um, so kind of pop punky, grungy in stages, but very catchy also. So yeah, it sort of has a sing-along ability to it as well as being quite grungy, which, yeah. yeah, again, it seems a bit odd when you say that, but also though, I think that's quite clever because of the themes that I highlighted. I think, you know, it's really sad that those things still need to be spoken about but sort of using catchy songs to sort of call it out I think is a way of bringing these topics to the mainstream so women and not just women but anybody that kind of has to deal with it feels kind of confident in speaking about these kinds of topics and bringing more awareness to it so even though yeah it sounds like a very like grungy pop punky record again because of the lyrics you're like oh actually this has got some meaning to it but no, I think this EP has some great songwriting, is well produced, um, it gets straight to the point, but is catchy, there's a female lead, so what What more? <laughs> what more do you want? And yeah, I, I've written here that it's 13 minutes well spent, um, and also I did listen to it a few times after the, the first play ended, because I was like, oh, I want to go back and listen to it, and I think I listened to it like three or four times in like one one go so I really enjoyed it um and again those kind of topics highlighted is always well appreciated on this podcast so um I only chose two songs um because there's only four so (laughs) um but I liked the um song good girls don't get used which I believe is the first one on the EP and then the other song is lovesick Lovely. Um, so my next one is another EP. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to battle you for the four-song EP. So um, it's by Jordan McCamper, and it's called yeah. Come Around. It's four songs, 13 Ooh. minutes and 48 seconds. Oh, two seconds. <laughs> um, he is a really soulful, kind of jazzy voice. Put me in mind a little bit Gregory Portery, but not okay like he's 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 a bit a bit more poppy mm. than gregory porter no i get what you mean but it's without not so being um... poppy it's not so yeah jazz. it's not too jazzy yeah it's not <laughs> too jazzy <laughs> it's not too jazzy um yeah but he's it's just got a stunning voice it makes me smile when i listen to it and i'm now a full-on fan and have literally listened to everything so found this through new music mm-hmm. and it was just one song on there and then went and looked at it and there was an ep and then there's loads of other songs that he's done so i've literally turned into a super fan Okay. <laughs> and now follow him on Spotify and Instagram. And oh, you tracked him down. That's how serious he, that is. <laughs> if he tours, I want to go. Yeah. So there we go. That That is how <laughs> that is how I'm down now. That's it. I, I mean, like when that happens, though. Yeah. When you find someone and you're like, that's it. I need to see them live whenever we can. See yeah. live music again. Um, but you sound a bit obsessed. But, you know. I might there. sound a bit like a bunny boiler right now, but that is not my intention. I was just very enthusiastic <laughs> about the songs. Yeah. Um, so my favourites from that, I've done two. Um, so I've done Alibi, which is the song that was on my new music. 
um, and Marks, and there's a really good drum intro on Marks. Oh, nice. I just wanted love to love a drum. You know I love a drum. We love a drum. We here. love a drum. We do love a drum. <laughs> we love a drum, a voice, a <laughs> snare. Oh, I love a snare. A saxophone. Oh, we do love a saxophone. <laughs> you do. A guitar. I like a guitar. <laughs> oh my god. We do love the eighties. So anyway, there you go. That's all eighties. Everything we've just mentioned is eighties. Yeah. And so I'm sticking with the EP theme. Oh. Another okay. four song EP. Um, it's by Marie Dalstrom, Dan Diggers, and. Aligo, Aligo. I'm not sure how we Ooh. how we say it. Um, yeah. It's called Four in a Row. Okay. And as I said, it's four songs, eleven minutes and thirty seven seconds. So I heard one of the songs on again on New Music. So it was it just introduced to me. I've never heard of any of these people before. Mm-hmm. And then when I read the story about the EP, I was like. That is flipping cool. So basically yeah. what they did is they recorded the lyrics over the beats over four nights. So they did a song a night. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Between okay. eight and midnight. So they wrote and, song, wrote and recorded the song between four and mid, eight and midnight over four nights in January. That's insane, but such and, a cool idea. Love that. Um, Marie Dolstrom's just got a really cool voice. Dan Diggis, um, he, I believe he was the production end of it, and he has been touring or doing something with um, Mahala. Oh, okay, cool. Um, and then Eligio, Eligio, I'm really sorry, I'm probably really saying that name wrong. He rhymes and does a bit of harmony. <laughs> Um, Um, so yeah I just thought that was really cool it was an experiment and the result was just just amazing Um, I'm now following them all separately on Spotify (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's another just her voice is just so beautiful it's really really Mm -hmm. good so I chose two songs again the first one is Rising Uh, the second one is Fall Down and there's an amazing rap at the beginning of Fall Down Mm-hmm. Um, just the flow on it is just it's, it's really really good I sent it to Ian and I was just like I know you probably he, he doesn't really like like slower yeah cracks. and I was like it's slow but just listen to the rap at the beginning and he was just like that's that's alright that is that's alright <laughs> which is very high praise from, from Ian so yeah there you go recommend chef's kiss well yeah mm-hmm. yes <laughs> So my next one is a full-length album, finally. Um, so it is Arlo Parks. That is my next one. Yeah, see, that's the one I said off thing. I would be surprised if he didn't listen to that. So Arlo Parks, it's called Collapsed in Sunbeams. So I just want to put it out there. Again, I listened to the first released version, but there has been a deluxe version release. So I didn't listen to that. Um, So the normal, not deluxe version is 12 songs, 39 minutes, 56, uh, 57 seconds. So I don't know if you listened to the deluxe version. I haven't listened to the deluxe version. No, I've listened to the original. I did not know there was a deluxe version. Well, I looked. The only difference is, so there is an extra eight songs. Don't be alarmed by that. 
So basically, there's some songs from this album, but also I think some singles she's released in the past, but they're bit, uh, in the past, but they're just lo-fi versions. I don't think there's any newer songs on it. So extra eight songs on the deluxe, but they're just lo-fi versions, which I probably would love because we know <laughs> I love lo-fi. Um, so I just want to point out before again reading into the album, there was something really interesting um, that I came across that I thought, ooh, I'll, I'll highlight it. So Arlo said in an NME article in 2020, she said, my album is a series of vignettes and intimate portraits surrounding my adolescence and the people that shaped it. It is rooted in storytelling and nostalgia. I want it to feel both universal and hyper-specific. So when I read that, I was like, ooh, that's, that's quite interesting. But I was like, I, I guess I understand it. But also... I'm just shook, I've written, that Arlo Parks is 20 years old and is creating music like this. And of course, I don't mean that young me uh, young people can't make great music, but I just feel like she's making music that sounds like she's been around for like 10 to 20 years. It's like she's um, an I old soul. Like I've written yes. here, it's really like, so obviously I, I must have seen the same thing that you've seen. Yeah. You know, she's 20, 20 years old. And the, but yes. the, the way she approaches it is, and I don't want this to be patronising, but I can't think of another word to say it. It's, it's just, just so mature. Mature, yeah. And yeah. I just, oh. I've just put as well that like, I'm just so blown away by her in that sense. And I think every song is so cool and collected um, and again, it's almost like it's just effortless and it's, nothing comes across as trying too hard mm, either. It's effortless, but purposeful is what I've yes, written. exactly. Everything is where it's supposed to be. You can see that she's thought it through. I mean, she is a natural poet. Yeah. And that comes across. And um, on the Spotify, I sent you this thing. I sent you a thing, didn't I? Saying, oh my God, look at this. This is so cool. And you're like, yeah, they've yeah. been doing that for a long time. And I was like, oh. <laughs> The like and storytelling it, part, yeah, 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 and it was the so like all of hers were the poem that inspired this song, and then you just oh, see amazing. the lines of the poem, and for me, just it was just so it's so soulful and delicate, but all of the songs like what you I hadn't read the bit that you'd said about um being specific, yeah. But, sort of universal and hyper-specific at the same yeah, time, which and it, is and you just... you can really see that, but you can also think, you know, I've been there and I've given that message. Like, it's, there's um, there's one where she talks to her friend, well, there's a few. And yeah. for, for me, I'm like, you know, I've been that friend. I've also been on the receiving end. Yeah. Maybe not in the same experiences or, or you know, for the same reasons, but it's just, like, amazing advice via song. <laughs> Yeah, but I, I think as well, that whole point about being universal, but also hyper specific to her, I think what she does really well is she uses pop culture references as well to kind of set the scene. So there's one song, I think, in um, Black Dog, where she sort of says about... Um, you paint your eyes like Robert Smith and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, I can picture that now. Um, and I think that's really clever. And again, I think that probably comes from her being a poet, that she's amazing with her words. Um, and I think also those pop culture references makes 
they make the song so much more intimate and something we can feel a part of and relate to. But yeah, I just, I think the production as well, it's amazing. It really fits nicely with her voice. A lot of sort of trip hop beats as well, which I can really see where the lo-fi aspect comes into it. Um, And I've put as well, I can imagine this being on in a coffee shop. It's got that kind of vibe to it. Yeah, Um, yeah. But I'm just so excited to see what she does in the future. I think she's going to have an incredible career. I I mean, she's had people like Michelle Obama support her. Obviously, Hayley Williams. uh, Phoebe Bridger as well, I think, had her feature on some, like, live performance that she did. So, yeah, there's no denying her talent. I think she's definitely one to look out for because, again, like, if you've got Michelle Obama knowing who you are, I just... (laughs) Can you imagine, actually, that Michelle Obama knowing your name? Yeah. That would blow my mind. That would be a life complete. I've completed it. It's done. (laughs) I think I also read that she was inspired by Radiohead, Cortishead and Solange. And I was like, that just totally comes across... Yeah. Without without kind of plagiarising their sound, you can yeah. see that she's influenced by it. And it's just, yeah, it's a really, really, really good album. Just there's not a song on there that I would skip. No. Not a Mm-mm. single one. And, and some of them, like Hope, which was one of my favourites. Yeah, that's one of mine too. <laughs> it literally, I, I cried at that the first time I he- heard it. And mm. I am a bit emotional these at this you know during this, this juncture. juncture of my life <laughs> yeah. um but yeah that really that got me in the feels that did yeah and I think as well the fact that you know again she's sort of listing her inspirations but again like this whole album she's got her own feel to it and again it doesn't feel like she's trying too hard and I just think yeah I'm just blown away and I've put it's definitely I think one of my favorite albums so far of this year that I've listened to because it's just my mind is blown by her. Yeah. She's amazing. She is, yeah. What are your other faves? Um, so Black Dog, which I already listed, um, but also Too Good, I really liked as well. But That's to be him. fair, I could list all of them. So. <laughs> well, I'm going to help you out with that because yeah. um, I chose Hurt, yeah. Green Eyes, which has got an amazing snare drum in it. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> and Four Violet. Yeah. I'm happy with that. We're just going to have loads of Arlo yeah, Parks on there. We yes. love you. So I've left my favourite album of the month to, to last. Oh, okay. So Arlo Parks, absolutely loved it. But this album, I literally cannot stop listening to. Okay. And it's it's a... So obviously Arlo Parks is quite laid back and chill. This is a bit more... Well, this is the complete opposite, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> the opposite. Um, so this uh, this is Ho Tales by Jasmine Sullivan. It's 14 okay. songs, 32 minutes and 21 seconds. And it's Ho spelled H-E-A-U-X, which okay. I found amazing. <laughs> um, so she's Philadelphia born. She's been on the R&B scene for a while. She did a song that was really, really popular a long time ago. I want to say around 2008, because it was around Evie being born, so I want to say it's 2008, called Bust Windows. I have always liked odd songs by her, but I've never Mm. really listened to an album. And I saw a song, I heard a song on the radio, and I looked it up, and lo and behold, 
Jasmine Sullivan, so I listened to the album. The album is about women, empowerment, sex, love, and ups and downs of love and the lessons learned. Every Mm. other song is a spoken thing by a woman about her point of view or an experience that she's had to do with love or sex and is about taking responsibility, or at least that's how I've interpreted it. It's about being a woman being empowered and taking responsibility mm. for that and it's just I, I just I love it I literally love it I can't stop <laughs> listening to it I have had a few of my favorite songs on replay it's got some amazing features and I'm not going to ruin for you because they're in my favorites and it's just yeah it's brilliant compared to to bust your windows which is just mm. like a I hate you we've split up so now I'm going to smash all you've just cheated on me and I'm going to smash all your windows up which is basically what the song is about yeah this is just really clever yeah and considered and you can see that in this time she has developed and grown and matured and I think that her giving this message via her kind of platform is is good so my favourites were Put It Down, Price Tags featuring Anderson Pack. Oh, nice. On It, which is Jasmine Sullivan and Ari Lennox. Oh. And Ari Lennox also does one of the interludes. She might even do okay. two. I can't remember. I think she's on it much more than once or twice. Um, yeah. And then my final one is Girl Like Me, which features her and oh. is the next single from the album. Oh. Yeah. I mean Beast. Yeah, but from like obviously, yeah, the the topics, the themes, having these very powerful women on there as well is pretty fitting. Yeah. Was he? Minus Anderson Pack, because <laughs> yeah. unfortunately he's not yeah. a lady. Um yeah. but no, that sounds really good. We all need that in our lives. So my last one is another EP. So EP Central up in here this month. Um, it is by a band called Fickle Friends and it is called Weird Years Season 1. So it's only five songs, 16 minutes, five seconds. Um, so they're from Brighton. Yay! Very fitting. And they're like an indie pop group. So apparently they announced in September last year a new album that is going to be released in several parts. Um, and I found this out after I listened to this EP. So that's why it's called Season 1, first part of the album. Nice. Um, I'm not sure when they're going to release the others or how many other parts there are. But yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I feel like now I've started it, I need to kind of see it through to the end anyway. But it definitely seems like an EP that is like inspired by COVID 2020 times. I think you would like them because they're, they're indie pop, sort of infused with some electronic. Nice, nice. But not overly electronic. Um, so... Yeah, some of the production I think sounds very euphoric in parts. Um, I'm very just relaxed and chilled um, while still kind of having that indie pop vibe to it. The flip side, there's also some really catchy poppy songs that I can see sort of being in the top 10 charts. Um, They're very upbeat, sort of synth heavy. I'm not sure if for me personally, some of the songs are a bit too poppy for me. 
Okay. Um, and I think they're more the songs that I can kind of see being in the top 10 charts. Okay. But reading into it as well, which I found really interesting and I guess makes my last statement more valid, is they're not really fans of like slow songs. But for this EP, they decided to sort of do some experimenting um, and they tried out, you know, going down that route for a couple of songs. And I actually really enjoyed those ones. I felt like they were the ones that felt a bit more euphoric. But as I said, I think I'll have to keep an eye out for the other EPs and give them a listen just so I can kind of, you know, have them all together as one album experience. But yeah, it was really good. I think you would enjoy it. I'm just hoping for maybe less poppy songs <laughs> on the next parts. But again, I mean, it's only 16 minutes of your time. It's not a long time. It's good to pop on in the background, have a little dance too. So yeah. So the songs that I liked from it, I've put 92 and Finish Line. Lovely. Those are the tracks that I've that I like. I look forward to hearing it on the playlist. Okay, so singles. I'm gonna go first. Um and I'm gonna kick off with Queenie anymore. She's a rapper, she's from Croydon. It's hard rap, like she takes no prisoners, she's in it yeah. and, and you know she's bloody there, quite frankly. <laughs> um, and I just I, I love it. I actually love it. Definitely one that I think you'll listen to and like it's like it gets you hyped you're like mm-hmm. yeah go on and one <laughs> of the lines I've written down which might make some people uncomfortable but I thought was flipping amazing was it could be the time of the month one mic and one drum I'm still gonna body these flows <laughs> nice I was like yes, yes. I love that it was really really good and there's, there's a lot of those <laughs> within there um yeah yeah definitely someone to watch out for again i like that though because again it's like even the fact that you had to say it might make some people uncomfortable yeah, it, will. it happens yeah. it happens and why can't we talk about it yeah. so i like that me too me too i'm all for it <laughs> nice <laughs> um so my first one is not in your face like that <laughs> um it's by a group called surfaces and the song is take it easy um i think i found this track last not obviously january but in december i think it was on my 2021 playlist uh and i forgot to mention it <laughs> last time so again it's just kind of being recycled because i really like it the lead singer has a really nice soothing voice again it's just a nice chilled vibe you would like it Happy, happy song. Yeah. Lovely, it does sound right up my street. Um, so the next one I'm going to do is Tommy Down, and it, the song is called Friday. I sent this one to you. Yeah. It's very summery. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just got a really lovely kind of smooth voice. It's lovely, yeah. really lovely. I read up on him and he's um, he can play like multiple instruments, and he's been writing since he was 14. Um, and he's inspired by now this is just a list of who's who in soul Um, he's inspired by Marvin Gaye Otis Redding Al Green and Bill Withers I was like tick 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 Um, and I think I said to you his voice reminds me of a cross between Adam Levine and Lenny Kravitz which sounds weird but you have to hear him to to see where I am with it because Adam yeah. Levine is obviously not a soul singer. <laughs> 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 yeah. But 
you'll, you'll see. Um, yeah. But yeah, really good. Or hear rather than see. Yeah, it's one of those ones, yeah, definitely you can't just see that and be like, oh, I get it, you have to listen to it. But yeah. I I agree, now that I listen to it, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> um, so my next one is by Brent Fayaz and DJ Dahi. Uh, the song is called Gravity and it's featuring <laughs> Tyler, the creator. Oh. Obviously, shock horror, I know. But this is a song that, again, I think you would really like. It's a little bit more R&B vibes. Again, nice, chilled out. That's just what I want to be at the moment. Just nice, chilled vibes. Um, And again, I wouldn't have known about this unless Ash was like, oh, did you see this song that's got Tyler on it? And I was like, no, I didn't. But I know now. Yeah, it's not like Tyler heavy. um, But he comes in um, with his with his little section and it's great but um Bren um Fayaz has a really great voice as well um but yeah definitely more down the R&B vibe more than you know straight in your face rap so I think you would like it nice I do actually think I've listened to it I've got then a, a, that a makes my of, statement correct I've got a little light bulb going off but it's not one that I put in my need to add do to you this. remember the album like the cover no, it was like, no, I just remember listening to something with Tyler and thinking I need to speak to Jess about this. Was it recently? And then I didn't. Yeah, yeah, literally yeah, in the last week. It must so. have been that, yeah. Because I, I think it came out last week. Uh, so my next one is Kings of Leon, The Bandit. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. So excited. It's lovely to hear them back. You know I love them. Yeah. I always <laughs> really want you to love them and you just don't and it makes me so sad. It's a, yeah, it's a good Kings of Leon song. I love Caleb's voice, like literally his voice is just amazing. I love it. It's got a really good drum rhythm. I find myself tapping away pretending I'm a drummer when I'm doing when I've got it okay. on. I literally love it. Like literally I can't even stop myself from like Ooh. Yeah. But in a really posh spazzy kind of way. <laughs> um yeah, good. Lovely to have them back. I mean, I not that they know ever about left this. me, to be fair. No, but <laughs> you know they haven't been making recent music no. for quite a while. I mean, that's quite interesting. That's not who I expected you to say. They're back, so who, who knows? <laughs> you <laughs> who won't knows like them still. Sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not that I don't like them. They're just not an album band for me. Well, carrying on down that sort of rock route. Um, my next one is by a band called Woolbright, and the song is called Clean. Um, I just randomly heard this on a video, and I was like, this really sounds like old, like, first album Paramore. Not the the singer's voice, but just, like, the whole vibe of it. Okay. Um, so then I was like, I need to check this song out, and I listened to it, and I was like, oh, it does kind of take me back to Paramore's, like, first album um, and again, yeah, the, the lady's voice doesn't sound like Hayley, but she's got her own great sound. But okay. maybe well, not one for you it. personally. But okay. yeah, I just think if you go in thinking Paramore first album, that's the best way to describe it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for all you Paramore fans out there. Woo! So my next one that I want to talk about is by Karen Harding and Shifty. Mm. And it's called Morning. Separately, I love those two people. So when I saw that this this song, I was very excited. It came up on mm-hmm. a new music. It's a really good dance track with a little bit 
the garage twang to it, like mm-hmm. old school garage, love it. Uh, Karen Harden's voice is just amazing. And I follow Shift Key on Spotify. He makes amazing playlists. He's a DJ, producer, singer, songwriter. Yeah. Like, he's literally all of them. And mm-hmm. his taste in music is very similar to mine. So why would I not enjoy his music? Exactly. Genuinely, I do think he might be a bit of a genius. And Karen Harder's just got an amazing voice. I think I spoke about another song that she did a long time. I was going to say was a bit obsessed with it. Still am. It's actually a really good one to run to. It's called Say oh, Something. Nice. The other mm-hmm. song. Um, yeah, so definitely was always going to be a song that I liked. And yeah, I hope you do too. Yay, I look forward to it. So my last one is by a lady called Serena. And I hope I'm saying her surname correctly. E. Sioma. Um, and the song is called I Feel Fantastic. Now oh, this, nice. I think just that I Feel Fantastic really caught me. And I was like, you know, this sounds positive let's listen to it and she's got like this real when I started listening to it again it's sort of like very indie like Willow Smith kind of vibes um and when I then I was then paying attention to what the actual words for once (laughs) um and she has this real charm about her because I think with the sound of the production um, and the actual song, you don't kind of expect to say, like, for her to say what she says, but it's got, like, this real, like, yeah, just charm, cheekiness about it. And it's kind of, like, sort of spoken word rap, but then she starts to sing. And I just, yeah, it does make you feel fantastic. It brings a smile to your face. But, yeah, I won't ruin it. But it's just when you hear the words that she says, you're like, oh, okay, little bit of sass but i love it um and i think it, it would be one that you would really like okay well i can't wait to listen to that on the playlist um so my last one that i want to speak about is by any and amaya brave it's called pen black girls um okay. so any is a south london rapper amaya brave is a southeast london r&b singer um mm-hmm. there, there has been a bit of controversy over this song in the there is a remix version of it, and it's still got any in it, but they've swapped out Amaya Brave for Georgia Smith. Okay. And they don't think there's any... Um, I mean, the the article that I read was by... Um, like, was someone interviewing Amaya Brave, and she said she doesn't think it was, like, a malicious act, but mm. more that Georgia Smith is less in your face than she is. Okay. Um... I actually, I've listened to both versions and I actually prefer the original. I I mm. think Amaya Brave's voice is much more suited to the song and the message. So the message is about black women in their day-to-day and it's just really lovely and uplifting and it's about accepting who you are. It's about, mm. you know, obviously we know that with um, Black Lives Matter and, and all of that stuff, that this kind of message is really important right now. Yeah. Um, and it's just... It's a really, really good song, and yeah. I really think you'll enjoy it. And I think you'll—I think you'll be like me. I think you'll prefer the original to the remix. That's yeah. not to say that the remix is terrible. It isn't. Yeah. It is really. It is. It is good. But because I've heard this original version of it, I feel like her voice is much, much better suited to yeah to the part that that Georgia um, Georgia Smith does. 
Yeah, and do you feel like it could be because Georgia Smith is a bit more mainstream? And I yeah. say that with quotation. Yeah, absolutely. Um, she's much like bigger. She's maybe. much more mainstream. They're all on the same. Or so Amaya Brave isn't on a record label, but Any is on the same record label as Georgia yeah. Smith, and yeah. so I think it was um, more of a markets move yeah. than a than staying true to the song. Of. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yeah, th- yeah, that's exactly what happens, though, is unfortunately sometimes, yeah, they'll use bigger people just to mm. kind of get it out there because, unfortunately, names sell, don't but they? But any, um, she's recently, there's been a lot about her recently because she did a, um, a freestyle to an old Jay-Z mm. track um, okay. on the London Underground and it's oh, just wow. it's really really good really good um, I mean it's London Underground at night like there's no there's no other bugger there but <laughs> you need to go and listen to it on it's not on yeah. Spotify or anything you need to go and listen to it on um, YouTube or whatever but honestly she she is a very talented rapper really yeah, interested to, to see where she goes yeah exciting Record of the month. Um, so my record of the month. <laughs> Sam, you're probably gonna hate me. Um, so there was a single <laughs> last month that I mentioned, and then I think like the day that the podcast came out, a remix version came out of this <laughs> oh, song. For God's sake. And I bloody love it. I bloody okay. love it. It's the Wombats, Greek tragedy. <laughs> Oliver Nelson TikTok remix. Oh, I don't know. I I've sent heard it to it. you. No, oh, I sent it to you. Did you? I'm sorry. Oh, maybe you didn't listen to it then. <laughs> I think I probably did. I just don't remember. I don't know what um, that says. But again, it's another excuse to have this song on the playlist again. But yeah, it just makes it a little bit more dancey. It adds like kind of oh, a bit of a, like a retro feel to it, almost sort of bordering 80s um and it's just people are going crazy for it on tiktok um and i kind of feel proud because it's like the wombats you know i don't know these weird people that would have never ever listened to them now know who the wombats are because of this remix so i feel kind of proud of them but no for a remix this is amazing and the fact that again it's kind of taken the track and done something a little bit different to it is also really cool so it's just turned it into a bit more of a dancey track with a bit of a retro feel to it so i'm very sorry i can't I stop don't think listening have to, it. to it rude i'm sorry rude it's okay but you get to listen to it now i will listen to it i promise i forgive you you know i love the wombats i know, I know. and you will like this too Good. Good. <laughs> um, so my record of the month is by um, Daya, and it's called Ultimate Dinner Party. It's a lo-fi hip-hop um, song. She's got a really, really amazing flow, um, and she's a storyteller. I read up on her, and she's influenced by people like Queen Latifah, Lauren Hill, Lupe Fiasco. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. It's it's really cool, kind of jazzy vibe. I've listened to it literally every day, probably yeah. for about the last two weeks. Oh, wow. More than once a day. 
because yeah. I just when it's on I'm like yeah and I always put it back to the beginning and I'm like yeah um because I just I, I really really love her and now I'm going through her back catalogue of albums and songs so it's another one that I found and I'm now Spotify stalking um yeah. so she's Welsh rapper she's 25 but okay. she's been through a lot as a person and you can tell that when you're listening to the stories that she's telling yeah. um she works with people with mental health and learning disabilities mm -hmm. um, and her dad taught her about music but she did fail all of her music classes up until like oh, right up yeah. until GCSE and she studied theology Oh, okay. I know. So it's all it's like it's all a bit of a mishmash, um, yeah. and she preaches in church. Oh, cool. As well, so I think that kind of helps with the flow. Like it helps explain the flow. I think. Yeah. Um, and her lyrics are all really to the point, but vulnerable. Yeah. And her style is just is is brilliant. It's really really yeah, brilliant. Yeah, that sounds really cool. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she sounds like yeah, she's one of those people that's a bit of a mish mismatch. But it's like she's got like a story to tell. So yeah. she sounds very interesting. Yeah. And obviously Welsh female rappers. It's not really something you, you come across or say a lot. No. 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 Or Welsh rapper, Ooh. I suppose. No, I know. That's You try to, I'm trying to visualise, well not visualise, but you know what I mean. And I can't. <laughs> I just imagine very thick, heavy Welsh accent, and I don't know how I feel. No, she has not got a Welsh accent, really. Not when she's rapping, anyway. So, both of my honourable mentions today are entertainment-related. Both kind of related to music, one more than the other. Um, but they're both kind of UK shows so the first one i just want to say drag race uk rupaul's drag race uk is back and i cannot be happier about it it's interesting because at the moment there's currently a u.s series on netflix every week um and now we have the uk series going on at the same time so it's like on a thursday we get to watch the uk on a saturday we get to watch the us one and me and ash because ash likes watching it too Honestly, he actually does. It's not like he's sat there, like, on his phone the whole time. He loves it. Um, and I love him for that. <laughs> um, but it's weird because, like, kind of... It kind of reinforces. It's so weird, like... For watching the UK version, we... It's not that you kind of relate... To, well, I guess it is. You relate to them a bit more because you understand sort of the references and sort of how they speak and everything. The culture. Yeah, that's it. I guess it's the culture. So it's really odd because I was really enjoying the US one and I still am. But like, I feel like I'm enjoying the UK version a little bit more just because of the UKness to it. Um, UKness. Yeah, because honestly, some of the things they say, I'm like, they would not get away with saying that in the US. Like, this is crazy. Um, but I just, it makes me so happy. It's something to look forward to every Thursday and Saturday for the US version. But I just love seeing these people being who they are and being proud of it as well. And honestly, I'm so jealous of every single one of them, the makeup, the outfits that they can make. Um, and the majority of them are super, super hilarious as well. So I just wanna be best friends with them. Um, so I just wanted to highlight it because 
it is the one of the highlights of my week every week. So yeah, I'm super excited that Drag Race is back. See, I don't watch it. You should, because you would love it so much. And I watch. No, I have. I have watched it historically. I've watched the American one historically, just because uh, it was on Netflix. And when I was on mat leave, I think I binge watched the first ever season. Oh, it's very different. The first of one, Drag Race, very different. Um, and I just, I can barely fit in. I, I like. I, I just can't fit in everything I need. And what I basically need is about a month off of work. Yeah. To do nothing but binge watch all the programs. Like I, I cannot. So many people are talking about Bridgerton at the minute, and I, I've seen the man. Yeah, yeah like he's gorgeous. I hear the music is immense. I mean, this is not an honourable mention because I haven't seen it because I haven't had time. <laughs> so stressful. His face is an honourable mention. <laughs> yeah, and I really want to watch it because everyone's talking about it and, you know, I want to get on the hype train. Yeah, and, and RuPaul's Drag Race is kind of in that kind of pile of things I just haven't watched yet. It is great, honestly. I think, again, it says something if Ash is there, like, literally won't pick up his phone once during the whole hour that it's on because it's just incredible. Um, so my first one is um, just something that caught my eye in the news um, and it is music-related. Um, so basically, I don't know if you've seen this, but the Canadian government had to make an apology following a misunderstanding in which a diplomat created a custom-made tea making fun of COVID. No, I didn't see that. And the fact and the thoughts about where it's from. So basically, the tea said Wuhan using the Wu Tang W, which obviously looks like a bat. No. I mean, kudos to no. you for even thinking of that. But as a diplomat or a country. Perhaps don't get it printed on a t-shirt and wear it in public. <laughs> <laughs> but it did make me chuckle. Oh my god, that is definitely not one of their honourable moments and in their life. Correct. I'll try and I'll try and post it somewhere because it, the <sighs> picture of the design. I was like, kudos for thinking of it, but not very diplomatic. Awful. Not no 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 no. <laughs> Come on, you got a big important job. You can't be doing stuff like that. No. no. Um, so my last one is music related as I said it's another UK show um, and I just feel like maybe I'm just becoming one of those people that has to watch all these like talent shows um, so it's The Masked Singer I don't know if you watch it no I do not because it looks you ridiculous should. it is ridiculous but honestly right so Wherever you're listening from, you have probably know about The Masked Singer because it's not a UK original. Um, I believe it was from an Asian country. Um, and the costumes just are amazing. That I mean, some of them are really ridiculous, but there's other ones that are absolutely outstanding. I was a little bit late to the party because I believe there was already a series last year, but I didn't, I didn't watch it. Um, but the premise is that there are these celebrities. They don't necessarily have to be like known singers they can be actresses or I don't know comedians whatever but effectively they can sing and the idea is they're in these costumes you can't see who they are every week they'll kind of give you clues as to who they are and you have to basically guess who what celebrity they are and at the end of every episode the crowd that are there 
Um, they obviously have masks, etc. They're in their little bubbles. And the panel of judges have to choose one person that they want to reveal. Um, and then you can finally find out who they are. So it does sound ridiculous, and it is. But I feel like I've got a couple of them down and I know who they are and I just sit there like I don't know how they're getting these ridiculous people I'm gonna say the Robin I believe is um the small one from JLS that the one small one from JLS <laughs> what's his name Ashton Merigold Ashton. or something yeah it the Robin is him 100% the sausage is either <laughs> The sausage is either Sheridan Smith or someone said it was Joss Stone. And I was like, oh, that's quite a good guess. But I am sticking with Sheridan Smith. It sounds like her. Um, Ash thinks one of them is JK from Jamiroquai. And I'm like, I feel like JK would not do this show. But again, who knows? I think Gabrielle was also in it. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're just really enjoying it. Again, you know, because of the times, there's not really much we can do outside. So we're clearly just finding shows, shitty shows to watch. And it is great if for it entertainment makes you purposes. Feel good, and if it does what it's supposed to do, which is entertain, then crack on. I've just, like yeah. I said, I've not even got time to watch the shows I want to watch, let alone the ones <laughs> I don't want to watch. I know, but I feel like you would be quite good at guessing. I probably would. Um, so my second and last honourable mention is WandaVision, Disney+. Plus. Oh, see, I haven't started this yet, but I'm hearing great things. Now, I'm going to put this out there. I was expecting, like, through and through Marvel, I was expecting, you know, I'd seen trailers and I could see yeah. what the premise was, but I was expecting there to be, you know, some fighting. Yes. Yeah, some superhero shit. The first, I'm going to say the first two episodes, I was literally watching it and looking at Ian and then looking back at the screen. And I do not know what is happening here. I do not know what is happening. I don't understand it. But then something happens, and obviously I'm not going to ruin that. And you're like, and it's just, it's very clever. It is so so clever and mm-hmm. so well done and now obviously you stick with it because you you're like well this has got to be going somewhere yeah of course yeah and it's episode so it's not like you've invested a lot of time and it it's brilliant there's twists in it they're all just amazing and i just i'm thoroughly enjoying it and linking it to music they use a song help me ronda yeah by the Beach Boys, nice. but it it sounded like they were singing "Help Me Wander," nice, and I thought that was really clever. And yeah, I just definitely, if you've got Disney Plus, give it a watch. Yeah, people were saying that it's one that you have to kind of stick with. Oh, but yeah. again, like you, it was a bit like, "What the hell is going mm. on?" But then. It starts to make sense, but yeah, apparently it's very different to what Marvel have done before. Absolutely, but... completely different to anything I've ever seen. Yeah, and I, Marvel-wise, not anything I've ever seen. Yeah, it does remind me of a few old shows, but I don't want to tell you which ones because I feel like that'll ruin it for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you've watched it, tell me so that we can discuss. There's only been four episodes. Got to wait till 
Friday for another one. Yeah, because it's a weekly thing again. Yes. Just like they were doing with the Mandalorian. <laughs> hmm. But yeah, definitely worth that subscription. So as we said at the top, the main theme this month is artists who love their garms. Yes, it is. Yeah. And I'm very <laughs> excited. I've very much enjoyed this, as I do every month. Um, and I really looked forward to doing this one because... I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but my final essay for sociology when I was at college was about fashion and the influence from music. Yeah. Um, so I felt like I was going to tap into some of that doing this. So it was Ooh, nice to exciting. reminisce on 19-year-old me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was so long ago. No, but it's cool, though, because then you're sort of like, oh, this is something that I've spoken about before, so it'll just come back to you. Oh, it didn't. And it'll be interesting. <laughs> it didn't. It- well, I didn't in that. I wasn't necessarily talking about specific people at that time. I was just oh, talking okay. about the influence and social trends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, as you kind of explained at the the start, I have kind of gone for artists who love fashion, but also artists who kind of change the fashion world in regards to music. Yeah, and then I think you kind of went for. Well, I've gone for um, artists who have their own labels. I've gone for artists who have done runway yeah, modelling. Artists who have done collaborations with mm-hmm. um, big brands um, yeah. and fashion houses. Yeah, I found it really, really interesting. And I also read an article, which really helped actually, um, prior to doing the prep I- um, and it was in The Guardian and it was about the fact that runways, because of COVID and, and where mm. we find ourselves at the moment, you know, London Fashion Week isn't going to be what it was what it was a couple of years ago. Right. Like last year it went um, virtual, this year going to be virtual, which completely changes, you know, the way they're having to do stuff. But yeah. this article in The Guardian was about um, how runways are being replaced by music videos during COVID. So, um, for instance, so one of the first people that I wrote about when I was choosing artists for this was Drake, because he's done a collaboration with Nike mm-hmm. called Certified Lovable. Mm-hmm. Um, and he showcased items from his collaboration in the video for Laugh Now, Cry Later. Yeah. Um, you remember the pink bomber? Yeah. So that is one of the things that he did with Nike. And so the article was looking at like other people that have done that and how that seems to be becoming more and more the thing. And maybe, you know, that's how it's going to go in the future. But I would argue that's probably how it's always been, essentially. Yeah, when you were saying it, that's what I was kind of thinking is that, you know, that's not necessarily a new thing that has been around for quite a while. I was just going to say, I suppose... This is now becoming a a necessity and, and them owning their brand and I suppose mm. the clothes that they want to wear with the people that they want to make them with rather True. than wearing something that then becomes a big thing and then is replicated in loads of different places. Yeah, this is about true. the ownership of it. And so, you know, I, I, th- I think we're going to see people doing that more often. I think we're going to see big kind of fashion houses looking to to music for yeah for that and I'm, i for one am on board 
Yeah, and again, I think then from the artist's point of view, like as in the music artist, that then they are becoming a little bit more human in their mm. image because, again, then they are a little bit more in control of what they wear rather than, again, their label saying, right, you are going to be here at this time, you're going to wear this and not have a choice. Mm. So, again, I, I guess that's quite inspiring for us normal people <laughs> to norm. look at you know drake and stuff and be like right well he's done it and because i mentioned drake i have chosen a song by him of course and i chose the song signs because he actually wrote that for the louis vuitton 2018 runway nice Uh, new york fashion Mm. week so i guess kind of going off of that the whole music video thing not necessarily being something that's new in you know some aspect Mm. so debbie harry is one of my first ones I thought of because she's almost the ultimate it girl of like alternative style. Um, She sort of helped change the face of women in music. You know, she kind of wore largely DIY part vintage glamour, but 100% punk at the same time, which again, I think being an it girl, but yet having that edge about you was something that was really new at the time and really inspired and continues to inspire so many people, even in terms of runway looks as well. Um, And she is still to this day really big, obviously before COVID, um, into going into runways and, you know, fashion shows and all of that. So it's not just something that was just a part of one time in history. She continues to be quite an advocate for fashion and she's just bloody cool isn't she she's so cool i love her and yeah it wasn't just about like the short blonde bob and smoky eye there was much more fashion influence that she had in the in the music fashion world so um i have gone for the song rapture by blondie nice nice um so the next one i imagine you've probably got as well um, so I'm going for Rihanna. Yes, of course. You have to. <laughs> um, because Fenty, obviously. Yeah. She is the... So I've obviously read up on it for this. Um, she's the first black female to partner with LVMH, which is Louis Vuitton. Mm-hmm. She rocked up three hours late to her pop-up Oof. in Paris, which was launching her line. But the editors who were all there waiting for her were so busy looking at the clothes and ordering and buying them that it almost was all all forgiven. Oh, I mean, it's all right then. I mean, <laughs> she's just crushed it really, hasn't she? Um, and yeah. so I've chosen the song Fresh Out the Runway. Nice. But that also led me, so I then wrote another song for Rihanna down, which isn't a Rihanna song but that she was in the video for, mm. which is an ASAP Rocky song called Fashion Killer. And then I found out that he collabed with Guess in 2016. Oh, cool. Um, so I kind of feel like it was justified to be on the list anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I, I let that one slide. That's fine. There's a nice little link there. Yeah, Um thanks. I've got written down that also she's the first woman of colour to launch a luxury fashion brand, which is huge and kind of crazy saying that. 
but yeah, I've put down that it's very definition of sort of modern boundary pushing like fashion brand mm-hmm. um and also just savage uh, savage x fenty has sort of set a new standard for sexy as well it's like what we always talk about again that women are allowed to enjoy and have sex and all of that so again she's kind of got this amazing brand that is super inclusive and really celebrates diversity and sort of you know people of color and bring them to the front um, and owning all of this, which is just super cool. Um, and I've put, she always looks amazing as well. She could oh, literally she be does. at the airport and she looks amazing. She could wear a potato sack and look nice though. That's the problem. She'd make she's it one of those look people. sexy. She'd just like she? wake up like this. Yeah, exactly. Oh, to be Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, to be Rihanna. Um, so I chose the song, We Found Love. Oh, did you love that song? I do love that song. It's great. Never, doesn't bore me. Never bores me. <laughs> um, So my next one, going back to sort of someone that changed the music fashion world um, and actually is the first person I thought of for this list, Um, it's David Bowie, of nice. course. The legend. He was always way ahead of his time. Um, He sort of, well, no, he didn't sort of, he did. He mixed fashion mediums and blurred gender lines in innovative ways. He constantly was going against the status quo of old-fashioned traditions. Yeah, I mean, he sort of brought the platform shoes, um, dresses for men as well that is kind of um, inspired a few people these days. Um, And yeah, just the fact that he was so ahead of his time all the time was just absolutely insane he's just a legend and i miss him but because it is david bowie i felt like the only song appropriate for this was fashion because it makes sense also the song that i chose so (laughs) we'll just we don't need to say any more I don't no. add, I won't add that you've said everything. Um, so the next one that I'm going to go for is Pete Wentz from Fallout Boy. Oh, interesting. So I thought I you'd have, have this one. Okay. No, don't have him. So he did New York Fashion Week mm. and wore a snakeskin jacket and a turtleneck that literally went up to his nose like it was mental. <sighs> and then they put loads of fake piercing, facial piercings on him. Oh no! It was I didn't really, know really. That. I mean, yeah, it's obviously some kind of the the massive roll neck. I did not understand. Um, but there you go. That's why it's fashion. Um, and I've gone <laughs> with the song "Sugar." We're going down. Obviously, because it's my most fave fallout voice. No, I didn't know about that. I will send you the picture right now because it is a sight to behold. Oh. Okay, so next one, I'm sure you may have him, or maybe it was one that you missed off because you knew I would talk about him. Pharrell Williams, of course. Oh, no, I've kept him on my list. <laughs> You're like, I'd need to. Um, of course, or maybe not, of course, maybe you don't know, but he has the brand Billionaire Boys Club. Um, very, very, very popular brand. I saw a man wearing a, a BBC head hoodie the other day. And I was a but little bit jealous. So expensive. I'm not being funny. I looked it up. Expensive. And I was just like, I'm never going to be able to afford that. No. Never in a million well, years. Well, maybe one day, but. 
when we're rich, maybe. Um, mm. But it, yeah, so he's got Billionaire Boys Club. He's also got a brand called Ice Cream. Um, he's collabed with Louis Vuitton, Chanel. Adidas is a massive one as well that he's collabed with. And I've also written that he received in 2015 the Fashion Icon Award as well. So I feel like he has to be spoken about because... He does. Yeah. For real. And the hats. The hats. For real. I mean, let's not talk about the hats. You know, I know. Not not a, they weren't a, not a moment that they? I enjoyed. But What yes, song did you choose? I have gone for the song Come Get It Bay by nice. his, on his solo. So. Whereas I went N.E.R.D. Everyone Knows. Good song. Oh, the girl in the land of the bathroom. I flipping love that song. I love that song too. It gets me hyped. <laughs> the next one I saw and I just wanted to mention because I thought it was quite comical. And that's Young Thug. He um, walked New York Fashion Week 2016 in a fur oh. coat. Okay. Um, he actually did look quite cool in it. Um, and the song I've chosen is The London featuring J. Cole and Travis Scott. Obviously. <laughs> well, Obviously. what other young thug song was I going to choose? So my next one is one that I randomly saw on a list and I was like, oh, this is very out. Like, I don't think you would have this person on there. Um, but it's Alex Turner, as in Arctic Monkeys, Alex Turner. Mm. Um so his style over the years has developed quite a lot. Um, when you kind of see him in the early Arctic Monkeys music videos, very different to how he dresses now, but he's kind of adopted more of a dapper aesthetic these days. There's a lot of guys that try and look like him that's sort of into that type of music. You know, he has a slip back hair, 50s kind of dinner jacket, smart leather shoes. Um, and I think I just wanted to mention it because it's just, if you saw how he used to dress to how he dresses now, it's quite the change. Um, and he seems yeah. to kind of model um, for a few brands and stuff like that now, which is just, yeah, unexpected, but it makes sense these days um so i've gone for the song arctic monkeys are you mine nice good song so the next one i've got is tiny temper <gasps> i've got tiny temper too have you yes. that's the question um so he had a brand in 2017-18 what we wear which mm -hmm. was his own brand um, and he also modeled at fashion week london fashion week yep yeah I, I don't really know what else to say the website is still live yeah. And you can still see stuff on there. But how you go about buying it, I have no idea because there's no buttons. Oh. See, I didn't look that far. See, I did because I, I was like, one. I forgot about this and I love Tiny Temper. I was going to say, and again, I think for him, his style was kind of transformed and evolved over the years. And I think um, I've written that it kind of shows men that they shouldn't fear change. In the sense of if you're getting older, like there's no, there's nothing wrong in your style becoming a little bit more mature. And I think, yeah, he is one of the most stylish people ever. Every time I see a picture of him, I'm like, oh my God, he's beautiful. <laughs> he's so um, beautiful. And he literally just does look like a model. He um, does. From his face to what he wears as well. So I think, yeah, that's really cool. I wondered what you're going to say then, from his face to his. <laughs> um, so the song I chose um, was Frisky 
because Ooh. I love a tiny temper labyrinth combo. Uh, yeah, combo. And yeah, that song's awesome. So I've gone for another collab between those two. A lover, not a fighter. Nice. I'm a lover, not a fighter. Um. Okay, I will throw it back again to someone that is a fashion forward legend um and that is prince um he's again very similar to david bowie in the sense that it kind of reflected gender and identity but with prince's style it was also about sexuality as well um he never sort of confined himself to one look he was always pushing boundaries um, and sort of changed the relationship between gender and fashion. He wasn't afraid to kind of wear something a little bit more feminine. Um, and I think with Prince, he's like one of the only people that could wear something very feminine. And and I mean this not personally, but like back in the day where people's views were a lot more old fashioned that people kind of accepted his style and found him quite sexy, where there are people these days that, again, try and push those boundaries and actually they're ridiculed um, because men shouldn't wear women's clothes, etc., etc. Um, so I find that always quite interesting. But yeah, I have gone for the song, I Wanna Be Your Lover. Nice. Something a little bit more upbeat and one that we haven't mentioned quite so much. <laughs> In the last five months. <laughs> yeah. Um, so go from one iconic artist to the next i'm going with victoria nice <laughs> obviously that was too go from, so no i know i know um, go from so she, prince to victoria beckham yeah so she's yeah. obviously got her own clothing range and i uh, which is called vb i've written designs clothes much better than she ever sang <laughs> Mm-hmm. savage but, but true. true but true. <laughs> and the thing is, is i often and I don't think I've ever told you this, but I often go on and have a little look and put stuff yeah. in my bag, in my basket, yeah. and then wonder what it'd be like to actually press buy because it's all so expensive. I would yeah. not be able to. Um, but it's really good. Like I, her fashion brand is amazing. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I love it. I think. Like I said, much better fashion designer than she is a singer. Singer. Um, yeah. So the song that I've gone with is "Who Do You Think You Are." <laughs> oh, who do you think you are? That's what she's saying to you after you've just been an absolute savage to yeah, her. That's what I'm saying to her. <laughs> <laughs> you just start singing it at each other. Um, so I, my next one is Lady Gaga. So I, I kind of chose it because I. Again, I guess she's quite bold in her fashion choices. So I've written, like, any traditional pop diva, she kind of has made a habit of reinventing herself every few years. Yeah. Um, And she's had very outrageous outfits. The meat dress is a prime <laughs> example of that. Um, But she's also had very Hollywood kind of styles, very elegant, some Madonna inspo, I think, thrown in there. But she's never afraid to try new things um, and embrace her art while doing it as well, which I think is always something to be quite inspired by, that she's able to accept herself and be able to be free in the way she dresses. So that's kind of why I, I chose her. And I left her off my list because I knew you'd do her. Oh, interesting. I know, I know. 
it's like you're my sister or something. <laughs> it's like you know I know me. you. Um, so I chose the song Born This Way because I felt like that was really yes. appropriate. Uh, uh. Um, so the next one I'm going to go with is Adam Levine. I've already spoken about him today. Oh, of course um, you would bloody bring him up. Yeah. <laughs> he had a line with Kmart menswear. Okay. In 2013, which sounds really, really pathetic, but actually, he sold so much stuff that's like so many people bought stuff based on the fact that it was his line. And actually, it was very like I looked back at it and it was really nice. It was love. It was quality, lovely stuff with his name on it. So, and I've gone for the song Kiwi uh, because it's my fave. Yeah, we know. I know you know. Beyonce is my next one. Do you have Beyonce? Do yes, have of her? course I have Beyonce. There was no way I was missing Beyonce off of my list, was there? Come on. <laughs> um, Ivy Park, obviously, obviously, is her brand. I've also put as well, she's also known for being always dressed stunningly. And that's all in caps I've written out because it's true. Um kind of more recent years obviously her Coachella performance there was many different outfits that were just sort of amazing um a little bit more relaxed but just still she looked incredible um she never looked sloppy either sort of like Rihanna where I was like she always looks amazing Mm. um yeah she's just one of those style icons I think she is she is an absolute icon and I think the fact that that Ivy Park started as a as a collab well not collab but it started off as something for Topshop. Yeah. And now it's something for Adidas. Like, that's... Insane. Absolutely insane. And the fact that it's so accessible. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. I could go out and buy tomorrow if I wanted to. Like, if I, yeah. if I wanted to. It's not like it's so expensive. It's not that so expensive that I'd unable... never get it. I, like, I yeah. own some of it. And yeah. I love that. And I, I think that's really clever. Yeah. And no, she agreed. Is a businesswoman, like she yeah. is, just she's the queen. What song did you go for? I went for "Sweet Dreams." Oh, nice, good song. I love yeah. that song. I went for "Love on Top." Nice. I was trying not to be predictable. Predictable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a bit hard because again, we kind of speak about her quite a lot. So because um, she's a legend. Yeah, it's true. Okay, so my last person is a very popular person, and I speak about this person quite a lot, all the time. Um, Harry Styles. No, I have left this one for you. (laughs) Yes. So the reason I decided to kind of speak about him, obviously because I'm in love with him, whatever, um, (laughs) get over it. Um, Also, (laughs) it's because the Bowie slash Prince kind of inspiration that he has. Obviously not every single outfit, but kind of more the flamboyant side of it, I would say is definitely inspired by both of those artists that I've mentioned. Again, he's not afraid to blur gender boundaries at all. In 2017, we saw his like Gucci heavy aesthetic come to life. And I feel like 2017 is where he kind of came out of his shell in terms of fashion and Mm. has decided to be a lot more bold and very 70s with his style. Um, And also a big reason as well as I wanted to mention is because of the Vogue cover he did in, I think it was December last year, um, of him wearing a dress. Um, And it caused, a lot of people were speaking about it, 
it was more praise than it was um, negativity, but there was quite a lot of negativity um, in the sense of men shouldn't wear dresses and we need men to be manly, um, which I think is such a ridiculous phrase, oh, if I'm quite honest. What's an it's absolute so thing toxic. to say? It's toxic, um, and believe it or not, that actually came from a woman's mouth, which, crazy. Um, but yeah, I think Was it he... Katie Hopkins? No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was someone else. I can't remember who... Um, yeah, can't remember anyway, who sorry. it was. I just um, jumped to conclusions there. <laughs> I mean, she probably sorry, would Katie. have said something. She probably agreed with that statement, mm. so... Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention him because he's someone that is very current, um, and again, he's sort of bringing that Bowie, Prince vibe, keeping it alive in this day and age, which again, I feel like is very important, and again, pushes the message that you should just wear what you want to wear, and there are no boundaries in regards to being manly or too feminine, because you just wear what you want to wear. Um, just wear what makes you feel happy. And fuck what anybody else thinks at the end of the day. I've given up buying stuff because I think it's going to fit for a certain thing. If I see something and I like it and I've got the money, I do an Ariana Grande and I buy it. Exactly. You want it, you buy it. You get it. So my next one is The Weeknd, which is the one that I thought you were going to have. No. Um, So he did a collaboration with Alexander Wang in 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, and the song I've gone for is A Lonely Night. Nice. Mainly because I thought you would do something off the new album. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then my final one, and I have saved it till last, um, is Amy Winehouse. So she oh, did course. a collaboration with Fred Perry, which yes. um, sadly she was she she never saw the release of. It was actually released yeah. a month uh, the month after she passed away. Um, and I chose the song He Can Only Hold Her. Nice. It's one yeah, of my most favourites. And that's such a good one because I still see that sometimes. It like pops up on like ASOS and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really cool collaboration because it just cool makes collaboration. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's not, I don't think anything has ever made more sense than yeah. that collaboration. <laughs> um, yeah, and I was just. Yeah, I had a bit I had a bit of a moment when um I was doing writing that up um the other day and ended up listening to a lot of Amy Winehouse. <laughs> yeah. Which it has to be done. Has to be done. Like every now and again I just go into a bit of an Amy phase and I like it. Yeah. She's just mesmerising again, I think. Her talent, her voice. And I yeah, that's why I saved it till last. Very nice. Thanks. So <sighs> another month another month full of amazing songs just putting that out there another stellar playlist i would i would advise yeah i agree you're welcome the world dear listener or whoever just comes across our spotify account you're welcome you're welcome because it's good right (laughs) good back off Um, all right As usual, it has been an absolute pleasure. Um, And as usual, you can contact us if you really, really would like to, and we would like to speak to you. Um, We have our very own website created by the very talented Jessica Smith. Um, And that is pumpupthejampodcast.com. And on there, there are links to the episodes, there are links to our 
um, social media accounts. And, and if you want to go old school, you can just send us an email. Yeah. Send us an email. Got any can't questions? Send us any snail mail, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> we're not big enough to have a PO box yet. No, uh, but you know, if you want to send us stuff, <laughs> yeah, let us know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So please do feel free to reach out. Yeah. Talk to us if you've got any questions, any recommendations. Talk to any us. Theme because... ideas. Yeah. I need to start thinking about 2022 now. But yeah, speak to us. Um, the playlist is available on Spotify and Apple Music. So, you know. But yeah, thank you as always for listening. We appreciate you. We love you. We do. Um, and you'll hear from us next month. Thanks very much. Bye. Bye.